everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing? Oh, man. Um, I honestly, I feel like we <laughs> do this a lot, kind of, which maybe isn't true. I don't know. But I feel like I'm not really growing currently. I'm just kind of like hanging out there. Well, like, you're at the end that, of your school year. Yes. Like so really just like live in for summer yeah. right now. Just that's a like, one track mind. I'm not thinking about anything else. That's definitely Friday at five vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ready for it. I'm ready for three months of Friday at five. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you though? How are you growing this week? Well, I am still crushing my to-do list. I feel like I had a huge backlog of stuff. From Mm -hmm. honestly, like the last year, things I procrastinated. And now I have like a deadline and I work well under a deadline. So you do. Um, Okay. What are some of the things you've been knocking off? Well, I purged our whole house. I ended up sending like a whole carload of stuff with Seb to Goodwill. So that was great. Nice. Yeah. That feels so good. I optimized our downstairs closet to fit the stroller that I picked out. So that was cool. What does it look like? Is it like a cutesy, like old school stroller? No. <laughs> Do Is they it even red? make those anymore? Probably somewhere. Uh, no, it's not red. It's just black and has leather handles, which I mean, maybe I'll change my mind, but this is one I like right now. So mm-hmm. it does have a bassinet attachment, which is really cute. That is cute. Okay. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking when I was thinking about the old school and okay. it's like one that has a bassinet. Gotcha. Yeah. It's just a different attachment. Okay. <laughs> that makes me think of like a KitchenAid. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of is like that. Yeah. Like I, I have done a fair amount of research into like, God, having a kid is a lot of work. Like before you even get the kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When it's just a bun in the oven. Right. Uh, I've, I think I've did hours of just stroller research. Yeah. Um, this one is, has an attachment for a bassinet, an attachment for a car seat, and it converts to a two kid stroller and you can face the normal regular attachments out, out away from you or like towards you or towards each other. Towards each other. Yeah. So it basically is a KitchenAid on wheels. That's awesome. And that sounds really cute. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's really cute. It's got like a window pane pattern on the inside of it. Okay. See, here we go. Here we go. Now we're getting the good details. (laughs) Um, Okay. What else? So organizing everything. Unfortunately, I'm having really bad like designer's block on the nursery. Mm. So I've had. I blame the baby. Honestly, pregnancy brain is so bad. (laughs) Before we started (laughs) recording, I. Couldn't figure out what our audio issues were. And then I realized I didn't have my headphones on, which is like <laughs> podcasting one-on-one. So. <laughs> we're doing fine. Everyone's it's, fine. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> which is why we're kind of doing a little bit of a fun episode today about mm-hmm. our summer plans. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Just to start us off, what were your summers like growing up? Like, how did you spend your time when you were a little kid? I remember spending a lot of time in the pool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had two different pools that we went to in town, um, kind of depending on like the situation and how old we are, were. 
So we, yeah, my brother and I both really love to swim. So we spent a lot of time in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, we had a nanny. She was just the greatest little lady of all time. And every morning she would pick us up. We would go to Biscuitville. She would <gasps> let me eat the inside of her biscuit because she pulled it out. And that's my favorite part, the fluffy part on the inside. Wow. Um, what a yeah. sweet lady. I know. <laughs> and then we would go walk around Walmart. That was like our everyday summer routine. I can't honestly think of anything better. That sounds like a great yeah. day. And I'm going to blame her for my love of biscuits. So <laughs> It does sound like she really instilled it in you. And that's such I mean, a bracy thing to say of like, I would eat the inside of her biscuit. The fact that you have a favorite part of a biscuit is such a crazy thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm very particular about biscuits, first of all. The mm-hmm. inside is obviously the best part. And usually if I'm going to – like if I want a biscuit, if I'm craving a biscuit, I want a mm-hmm. plain biscuit. Like not, not, a, not a chicken biscuit, nothing on it, just a plain biscuit. Do you prefer Biscuitville biscuits over Bojangles biscuits? Yes. Bojangles okay. biscuits are pretty good, but they're saltier than Biscuitville. Mm-hmm. I also think they're greasier than Biscuitville. Yes, that's true too. Yep. But I just can't get with a biscuit that's like tough or crunchy on the outside. Like what's even mm. the point? <laughs> and I really enjoy the crunchy biscuit. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. What about like, did your family go on vacations and stuff in the we summer? We did, but I don't remember like having a very consistent, like we went here every year until. Yeah. We started going to the lake, which is the same lake that my family has a lake house on now. Mm -hmm. And that was like, I guess, when summers really changed for us. But I don't think I was – I was a little older, like 10-ish maybe, when we started going with friends. And then Mm -hmm. my parents bought a boat when I was 13, and they bought the house when I was 15. So, like, that part, I feel like, didn't really start until I was well into middle school. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Similarly, definitely spent a lot of time at the pool. The neighborhood that I grew up in had a pool. And once I was like probably, yeah, I would say maybe 10-ish, somewhere around there, I was allowed to like walk to the pool by myself. And what is so crazy to me now is thinking about like my neighborhood friends or friends that like went to that pool but lived in a different neighborhood. They would walk all the way to my house just to ask me if I could come to the pool. Yeah, we did a lot of walking around as children. So much walking. I'm like, I just, it's so crazy now. It's like, obviously, every, like, not every 10-year-old, but a lot of 10-year-olds, like, you know, you have access to a cell phone. So, like, you would need to walk a mile to someone's house just on the off chance that they might be at home. Yeah. And they might be able to come to the pool. Yeah. I feel like our kids are going to have very different childhoods than us. So different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like, I can't imagine, I don't, and like, maybe this is wrong, but I'm like, if I had a kid right now being like, yeah, go ahead, walk alone a mile to some pool when I can't verify that you ever made it there. <laughs> like, I feel like I would be relatively chill about it because I'm thinking about our specific situation right now. We have a pool that's like right on the outside of our neighborhood and i'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure there's like a back entrance so they wouldn't have to walk on like any major roads to get there i feel like they might have a phone and could text you and say hey i made it i guess that's true yeah whereas it was like oh you just go and like guess you guess you come back later i guess like 
but yeah, so tons of pool time and at the, I had like a good group of friends that like went to that pool. And so we would like stay there all day and play cards, yeah. play volleyball. Hope you had enough money to get a snack from the concession mm-hmm, stand. Mm-hmm. Play the, um, like sharks and minnows game. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, since my, my grandparents had a house at Lake Hickory and so we would go to the lake sometimes and go like tubing and Goggy, the famous lady Goggy would make like homemade ice cream and then have like all these toppings. Yum. And so that stuff, those like days were super fun. And we would get up super early to go tubing when nobody else was on the lake. So the mm-hmm. lake was like glass. Yeah. Um. So the tubing was real smooth and super fast. And yeah, my family, we went on vacation some, but it definitely wasn't and still isn't like, there's not like a, there wasn't like a consistent place that we would like always go every year. Cause I definitely know families like that, that they like right. grew up going to the same beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. We would normally for like the first, maybe like eight, nine years of my life, I feel like we would go to the beach one year. And then the next year we would go like somewhere else, like go to Virginia or go to Florida or like we would do something different and kind of alternate. Yeah. I think we went to the beach a lot more when I was younger and like have mm-hmm. less, fewer memories of it. Mm-hmm. Our moms are probably like shaking their heads listening to this episode. Like we did like, so much work. We to took take you y'all on vacation. all these places. <laughs> you don't even remember. I mean, <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, I do remember though, like once I was older and we did start going to the lake before we had our house, my parents would rent this house. It's actually across the cove from us, from where we uh, have a house now. They would rent it for like the week. So I remember my mom like doing all this shopping to get the groceries and like 12,000 packs of soda and like all of the mm-hmm. stuff that we needed to carry up there because there's not a grocery store really close. Mm-hmm. And like just like my grandmother would come sometimes and like parts of our family would come. And that was really fun because it was always like a, a plan, like a week and there was people in and out and it was really fun. I also remember that when I turned 13, they rented it for like three weeks. And for part of that Mm. time, I got to like have friends come up, which was really fun for like my 13th birthday. It was a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah, it was great. Would you say that that was your best like summer vacation ever? Honestly, probably. I can't think of anything that was better. I mean, yeah, I'd probably go with that. And that sounds like a really fun vacation right now, like getting a house for three weeks and having your friends just like rotate through. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I will say I have a pretty good setup anyways, because we go to the lake for my birthday every year. It's like the Mm -hmm. one weekend that my friends like mark on their calendar to come with us, which is great because it's like already built in everybody knows the weekend like it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be a big thing um so i'm lucky in that regard but yeah how many people does your lake house sleep it's kind of a lot right it is more than you would think it is because it's just a three bedroom and it's like square footage wise not that big but it sleeps like eight to ten but i would say that eight is like pushing it a little bit you know okay so 10 Um, is like real pushing it but can be done yeah it can be done just like really small bathrooms and like not large bedrooms so it's just like you know two bathrooms 10 people it's it's a little much yeah tight squeeze yeah but for like a couple days like most people can hang yeah 
we're ha- this year. I think we've got eight people coming up, and honestly, our friends Zach and Rachel fr- are f- flying in from Florida, which I was like, I am so grateful that you're doing this, and also, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome oh that's really sweet yeah i'm pretty excited and you'll be 31 31 what about you what was your favorite summer vacation no i was trying to think i feel like even though i don't have like a lot of like full memories about this and i don't i want to say i was probably like eight or so my parents thought that traveling by train was going to become like a thing of the past. And so they wanted us to like have an experience of being on a train. Oh. And so we took a train to Bush Gardens. Love Bush Gardens. And yeah, I mean, it was great. Like I remember like playing cards on the train and I, we like, it was like a big card family. We, we mm-hmm. played a lot of cards and I still really enjoy cards. And yeah, so I remember doing that and then, so it was like this whole cool new experience and then ending at this like giant water park. And I don't remember like how long we stayed, but I just remember it being super fun, especially like, you know, the big ride where you go down and it splashes and all that jazz. Yeah. I can't remember what that one's called. I never read it because I don't like to get wet, but (laughs) yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Will you go to water parks? Um, No, I don't like water parks. Okay. But Bush Gardens, like the water park is separate. It's separate, yeah. Except for there's one ride in Bush Gardens that you get wet that I never okay. ride. It's like the log flume or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, can you explain what that is? Is it like a sensory thing or is it like you don't want to be wet like walking around or? Uh, I don't like being wet in general. Like it's just not my favorite thing. But yes, especially like being in wet clothing and walking around sounds miserable okay. to me. Will you get in the lake? Yes, but if I'm not going to be sitting in the sun, like, immediately after, then I won't Mm. get my hair wet. Like, I don't want my scalp to just sit and be wet. And if, for some reason, like, the weather turns in the afternoon and I'm, like, in a wet bathing suit, I will go change into a dry bathing suit. Like, I'm not going to sit in a wet bathing suit. Okay. I know. I love that about you. (laughs) It's, it's weird. It's I'm like, I'll just sit in my wet towel for oh god, ho- no. however mm-hmm. long. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there like a specific area of growth that you're focusing on this summer at all? I mean, outside of growing, like turning that baby from like a lemon to a human or... <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is these days. Wait, tell um, us what it is. What is it right now? What week is this? 22? Mm, 22. A papaya is what this says. Oh, that sounds cute. Yeah. I don't really, I haven't been following the vegetable sizes because I'm not good at like really knowing what vegetable is supposed to be what size. Also, mm-hmm. I get really intimidated when you, I see the chart online because it's like 39 weeks and 40 weeks are like a pumpkin and a watermelon. And I'm like, I don't know Ooh. if you've seen what a watermelon looks like these days. I know they put stuff on them to make them bigger, but I'm not right. pushing that out of me. But yeah, that's like yeah. a scary visual. Yeah. So right before you're about to push it out. Right. So I've been avoiding that. Okay. I think that's really fair. (laughs) It's really good advice too. Okay. Well, besides growing a watermelon in your tummy, 
Is there a specific area of growth you feel focused on? I really can't think past getting our house ready to have a baby. Um, That's huge, though. Yeah. And also, I'm just like very excited and like motivated by it right now. It doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like a slog or anything. So this is really great. I'm like trying to capitalize on the energy to get all of the projects that I've like put off done. So I do have a color that I want to use in our bathroom, our second bathroom upstairs. So I'm going to start on that probably before the nursery since I can't decide on a color for that. And we what have, color are you thinking for the bathroom? I'm actually probably going to paint the walls pink and the trim of the window and the vanity red. Um, Ooh, and oh, I love that. The tile in there is like aqua, so it'll be pink okay. red and aqua, which is a lot, but I think it's going to work out. Yeah. And like paint so easy to change. Yeah, I said that to Seb and he was like, this doesn't seem easy to me. And I was like, it's so easy. Also, yeah. you never have to do the painting. So. Right. So don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll be the one to fix it, you know, down the road once we decide to do that bathroom for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we also just have like a couple of, they're not small projects, but they're also not huge projects. Like I want to scrape the ceilings in both of the bedrooms, mm-hmm. the other bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Especially before we paint the nursery, I would like that that ceiling to be scraped because I think there's like a eighty five percent chance I paint the ceiling in there. And I think you I'm really happy with the way our bedroom turned out. So I'm I feel like I'm very pro like color ceilings right now. So many things. Oh, um, we're putting a Murphy bed in the office, so the office will be the guest bedroom and the office. So that's gonna okay. be finished. Yeah. Yeah, there's just like a lot of, I don't know, little like finishing things. I have a bench downstairs to upholster. I have a couple things I need to sand down and like restain. Mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of stuff to sell, which is like one of my least favorite things to do, but I'm going to do it next week because it needs to be done. Is it the posting and like taking pictures and all that stuff, or is it the like communicating like with people? That it's are interested. All of it. or, it's okay, like just every part of the itself. process I do not like. So that was honestly like a big part of my to do list that I had procrastinated for a long time. And once I realized that like I was going to do the closet organization and like purge the house, I was like, this is perfect. I'll do all of the like purging and reorganizing and then I'll do all the selling of everything at one time. So it'll be yeah. like one or two days of like, I hate this and it's terrible. But at the end, I get the money for all the things I don't want. So yeah, exactly. Hopefully and you it's can fun. buy new things that you do want. Yeah. I just have to make myself do it next week. So yeah, it'll be fine. What about you? What are your summer growth plans? Um, I feel like right now and like how I've just been feeling like <laughs> the school year really, but like, especially in this last like few weeks with like this big push to the end is like, I need to slow down. Yeah. I've been doing too much. <laughs> like, um, I feel I that I way for about. you in like January and February and now yeah. it's May. So, mm-hmm. oh wait, June. June actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just barely June though. Jeez. Um, yeah. So I think I want to really focus on like getting into better habits of like setting boundaries with myself of like, Hey, you don't have to do all of these things. Even when you want to, 
it, it just never ends up being good. Like it always makes you exhausted. What are the categories of things that you wish you hadn't done after the fact? Mm, the categories. I think sometimes I, gosh, this sounds terrible, but um, <laughs> like going to every like friend thing sometimes. That sound terrible. I don't feel like you should say yes to every friend thing. I know, but I like, I want to, like, it's something I always like want to do and I have a good time. And then like, after I'm just like at the end of the week, I'm like, oh, I did something every night this week and I'm so tired and next week is going to be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like a constant, like, okay, we're going to do this and then you're doing this and then this, and then you're going on a trip and then you're like, it's just like, I, I need to figure out like how to build in more time in my life that is just like rest. Yeah. Or really, I mean, kudos to you for having enough friends that you have something to do every night of the week because that sounds <laughs> overwhelming to me. And it's not, it's, maybe it's not always that, but it's like, I think too, especially these last couple of weeks, like there's all this like end of work like end of the year, like there's a celebration mm. and then we're doing, this is a happy hour. And, um, it, yeah, it's just like all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not working out. Like I'm not, I'm like last night, like I got home at like eight thirty, and then tonight, like a home later than my normal. Cause there was like an end of the year thing. And thankfully tomorrow it's just work, I think. And there's, we have no plans tomorrow night for the first time in like weeks. I'm really excited. Yeah. You've also had busy weekends, which I'm sure doesn't help. Yeah. So yeah, there's no, like, it's always like fun stuff, but it's like, there's not, I need to work on like building in breaks and anticipating like, oh, when I know I'm going to have a couple days of things happening after work, then I need to like set a hard, like, Hey, okay. You're not going to do anything Monday or Tuesday after work. Have you tried literally like putting it in your schedule? No, but that's a really good idea. I mean, yeah, I feel like if I were as busy as you are, especially when you know, I'm sure it's really hard for you not to schedule people coming like to Portland to visit you back to back weekends because like mm -hmm. it's kind of dependent on somebody else's schedule too. But totally, if you know that you're going to have a lot of like stuff going on consecutive weekends, you could like... Mm -hmm put it in your calendar in advance so that you don't schedule on top of it. Yeah. Just being like, it's a no, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like summer is like, because my schedule is just so much more flexible, it's like a good time to work on like building that habit and routine so that then when I go into the school year next year, I'm kind of set up for being successful already. Yeah. Do you schedule, do you like abide by your schedule pretty easily? Like, are you looking at your schedule and scheduling in advance often? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So then I feel like if you could figure out how many nights a week is ideal for you to be alone, not necessarily just alone, but like maybe just you and Taylor do, doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can like bank that number of nights into your schedule on your calendar. But then it'll come to the part where I'm like, then you have to protect that time. So when somebody, if somebody's like, oh, do you want to go do this thing? I'm like... No, I'm busy. I feel like you have to at that point say, no, I can't unless it's like a nine out of 10 really want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like somebody calls you up and is like, hey, I have concert tickets to see. Right. 
Once Bruno in a Mars tonight. Do you want to come? <laughs> the answer is always yes. Be like, duh. <laughs> that's a 12 out of 10. But yeah, I think that's, I think, yeah, just for my own like mental health for <laughs> the rest of my life. It's like, I need to just set better boundaries with myself. Yeah. We need to yeah. do a full episode on boundaries. Yeah, we do. I feel like we've had it in the pocket for a yeah. while, but we'd like never end up doing it. I feel like boundaries relate to so many things. So we talk about them all the time, but. Mm -hmm. But doing like a focused episode would be interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting too, because I don't necessarily have a hard time saying no in those types of scenarios where like, I know I need to rest and like you're offering for me to do something that I could do would probably be fun. Mm -hmm. But. I am like, I don't know if this is exactly the reverse, but I have realized that I'm more motivated externally than I am internally. So sometimes mm -hmm. like having those things on my calendar makes me do them when I sh like when I could otherwise stay home. I have uh, basically what I'm saying is I have the opposite problem. Mm, well, of course you do. Yeah. Sometimes I this, need that's like, how this podcast works. I need the schedule to like do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, well, we'll uh, add it to the add it to the up and comings. I want to talk about routine and consistency too, because I've been thinking about that a lot. Yeah, and like how I feel like I am just a very inconsistent person, and our society says that's bad. And mm -hmm. I'm like, at this point in my life, I just I'm in, I'm just admitting it. I'm inconsistent, and there's like there's no changing it because that's just how I am. So how can right. I work with that instead of like beating myself up for not being more consistent? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd have to talk to her about it, but I feel like my sister Sarah might be like an interesting person to like have on at that because I think I'm like the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. I like want to have a routine and I love that. Yeah. And in a lot of ways feel like I need it, not just for myself, but from other people. Yeah. But I feel like Sarah is like very similar to you. Yeah. I think y'all have a lot of similarities in general, but I feel like she's somebody who like does not like she's had like her she had her like normal ish like nine to five furniture job for like the last couple of years. And then she's like, I can't do this. I can't I can't have the same schedule every day. I can't do this thing like I need flexibility. Well, honestly, it it's not even like I totally get that. But it's, mm -hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Like external motivation. When I had a nine to five, it wasn't difficult for me to show up for it. I wasn't yeah, like, yeah. yeah you know, oh, I wish I had more flexibility to work at like 9 p.m. Like that, that wasn't the issue. Mm -hmm. But if I don't have that, that external motivation, then like, who knows when I'm going to get things done? Like, there's no telling. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even yeah. take my vitamins every day. Right. So yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about that and how like our society basically like demonizes inconsistency. But like some mm -hmm. people are just made that way. Yeah, I think let's do it. Yeah, that sounds great. Sometimes it's so fun whenever we get on tangent sometimes because I feel like they end up being like really productive because now we have like our next couple of episodes that we want to do. Yeah. So coming soon to a podcast near you, we're going to talk about boundaries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally. Absolutely. Um. Okay. Well, speaking of seasons, summer as a season, do you feel like growth happens differently for you in like the actual seasons, like of fall, winter, spring, summer? 1000%. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, tell us Also, more. this is a concept that I feel like has been going around the like self-help community a lot in the last maybe six months of like- Oh, interesting. Seasonality and like how we treat- Specifically, a lot of people, I think, talk about like businesses and how how you treat your business in mm. different seasons. But I think the I think it really honestly applies to people because historically our cultures have been very centered around seasons. And I feel mm-hmm. like we've kind of grown away from that with like, you know, capitalism, hustle, hustle culture, things like that. It's like everybody expects you to be the same amount of like productive and available and happy and whatever in all seasons. And I know for myself that winter is not a season that I'm going to be doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So I, every year I'm like, I'm going to start taking my vitamin D really early and like exercise and do all these things to like combat the fact that I just am more of a hermit in winter. Mm -hmm. And every year it doesn't work because it's winter. Right. So, yeah, I definitely think that's true. And now I feel like I'm doing a better job just expecting it. I feel like, honestly, accepting it is, like, the best thing to do because just knowing that in January, February, I'm not going to get a whole lot done is good for my mindset. Yeah. And... Because then you're just not, like, setting yourself up for quote-unquote failure. Yeah, for sure. And I just am able to, like, lean into... In spring and summer, I am able to get a lot more done and Mm -hmm. feel good about it. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. One, I feel like we've, I mean, I know that you've obviously had other things going on with like health and pregnancy sickness and like all that stuff, like in the, you know, late winter, spring time. But I feel like we, we like are seeing it now. Even yeah, still, like with the sure. seasons, like, oh, you're already like you're coming out of your little cocoon a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I also think the last few years, at least, I've had like pretty major, like, quote unquote, deadlines for things mm-hmm. in either the spring or the summer. And I know that that's really helpful and productive for me. So, like, now I'm thinking about ways that I can maybe plan around that and future years just to make sure I'm capitalizing on having that extra energy in the summer. Yeah. What about you? How do you feel about seasonality? I don't know. This one is interesting. I don't know if I've given it a lot of thought um, or like even in thinking about now, I'm like trying to think of like, is there a pattern to like when I'm more productive or in a better like headspace or something? And I don't know if I don't know if that fits for me necessarily. Like, I think there are probably some aspects of growth that are more, like, more successful or something like that. Like, in the summertime when, like, it's warm outside and I want to be outside more, obviously, with, like, 50 SPF on. But, yeah, I think there's something about summer in general and for me with my job that, like, feels more freeing and that I have more time to, like, focus on myself and whatnot. But I don't know. I feel like I also can focus on growth like in other seasons. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it might be a little different for you given that you do have so much time off during the summer. So like that's kind of a different rhythm than most people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was actually just thinking about how you were just saying that you want to work on being better 
boundary around your time and like mm-hmm. where you're putting your time. And I, I maybe wonder whether that problem is like informing the fact that you don't know if you have cycles like that. Yeah. Because if you're always leaning towards overextending yourself all year round, then you probably wouldn't notice, I would think. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. So I feel like maybe if I can get my boundary button gear, then like this next year, I can kind of like see. Maybe we should do a book club on boundaries. That would be lovely. Honestly, I think for me, especially like, well, and probably a lot of people, but like having like the repetition of, oh no, boundaries are good. Here's how you do it. Mm-hmm. This is why it's great. La, da, la, da, da, da. Like yeah. I need that repetition over and over and over again for that stuff to really stick in because it's so easy for me to default to, well, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or right. I don't want yeah. people. Like it's easy for me to default to all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like for people with people-pleasing tendencies, it's way harder to boundary for sure. Mm -hmm. This is just a little sneak peek of our boundary episode. Obviously. (laughs) A little teaser trailer. The other thing too, I wonder, is there like a time of year that you feel more social? Mm, Not necessarily. No? Okay. Like maybe summer, but, but I don't know. I just feel like in January and February, I really can't be bothered to, like, make plans. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to go do things. It's just I'm not going to be the one initiating anything. I feel like I might be more inclined to, like, be like, oh, I want to make plans in January and February because I'm like, oh, it's so cold and gray and gross outside. I, like, need to see other humans. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, I should point out that I'm – pretty extreme homebody. So like I have no issues staying home and yeah, being cozy. So cozy country. Yep. Okay. Well, do you have any big summer plans this summer? Well, this is kind of a funny one. Cause I feel like if you had asked me like a month ago, I'd have been like, actually, I think it's like kind of chill. Like it's like not that crazy this summer. And now I'm like, <laughs> I feel like the whole summer is already planned. Oh like, no. Well, actually, do you like that or no? Um, I think in my, where I am in my headspace right now, where I'm like, I need to chill out. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I claim to want these things and then I just do all the things. Okay. Here's your chance to practice. Go ahead and book in some alone time. That's a really good idea. I will do that. your homework for today's episode. Okay. I'll do it. (laughs) Um, but truly nothing like massive planned. The only big ish trip, I guess, which honestly isn't even like fully planned yet. We're still working out the details, but Taylor got a new job. And so he's going to have like a week and a half off um, in between his start times. And so we're going to either go to Banff, I think National Park. I think that's what we're going to do. The only downside for me personally for that is like the weather doesn't look like it's going to be that great. So I'm like, maybe we should pivot and go to Montana because the drive is very similar, but Taylor, I think, is kind of set on BAMP. So I don't know. But yeah, so we're basically, we're going to go on a little road trip um, That's and great. do some national park stuff. Congrats to Taylor. I know. Very, yeah, he's super pumped. We love a good um, in between job break. Mm-hmm. I really feel like if you can afford it, like it's like the best thing to do for yourself because most, adults, like unless you work really in education or 
you have work for a company that has like unlimited PTO or something like that, like you really don't get to have that many breaks. I actually feel like the breaks between jobs are like the best thing that ever happened to anybody Mm -hmm. because it's not even like a regular vacation where you just take time away. You don't have to think about doing your job because you're never going to do it again. So like there's no emails waiting for you to when you come back. That's true. You're not like, oh, when I come back, I'm going to have to answer 300 emails. Right. It's really good for your mental health, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, And then the only other thing um, is that my mom is coming to visit, which I'm super excited about. She's coming like the end of June. And so she'll be in Portland for a couple of days and then we're going to drive up to Seattle. That'd be fun. Um, and hang for a few days there. So yeah, I'm excited. What about you? What's going on in the buffet at George household this summer? Well, we've got my birthday weekend, which is coming up and mm-hmm. relatively easy to plan, which is great. Yeah. Uh, my mom's staying with us for a week or so. And okay. we're going to the beach with Seb's family in August, which... I'm really nervous about being a sweaty beach ball <laughs> by that point. I'm really a hoping I'm not like ball. dying in the August sun. We'll see. I hope that you aren't either. And I also want to just go ahead and say that you just be really careful when you're applying sunscreen to your belly because our sweet dear friend Christian <laughs> when she was very pregnant with Sloan and went to the beach like basically like the top shelf of the belly got, got really burned. so sunburned oh my gosh okay yeah. well we were at the lake last weekend and i swear i put sunscreen on i'm not kidding like 5 times but my mm-hmm. belly still got a little bit pink i was like is there something about pregnancy that like makes you more prone to sunburn i don't know there might be I was going to say, like, is your skin, like, a little thinner or something? But also, it feels, like, hard as a rock. So, maybe it's yeah. not. But I don't know. But, I, yeah, I was a little bit pink and it was really itchy. And I was like, this mm. is so weird. Yeah. How big's the belly these days? Um, It's still, I would say, on the small side. But I feel like okay. it got bigger really fast. Okay. Do you and... feel like you're at the point where you're like, oh, people know I'm pregnant? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was funny because my mom saw me one week and then the next week I went out to the lake and she was like, oh, I can really tell you're pregnant now. Like it happened all of a sudden. It's crazy how I feel like how much the belly changes in the last like three, four months. Yeah. I feel big already and I know that I'm not even close to as big Mm -hmm. as I'm going to get. So Mm -hmm. just trying Mm -hmm. to mentally prepare for that. (laughs) It's going to be cute. I can't wait. Okay. Well, if you have some exciting summer plans or things that we should do this summer or books on boundaries that you would like to send us to nominate for our boundaries book club that we just started, we would absolutely love to hear all of it. You can email us at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com or follow along on Instagram at likeheartedpod. Talk to you in two weeks.